Good evening, and welcome to Wicked Pacts, Sacrifice in the Boardroom, Chapter 2. Our heroes have left Myers and Knudsen International and are en route to find Peter Parrish. Unaware of the dangers that are currently hunting them, dark designs are afoot, and these three mages are our best hope to avert the oncoming evil. Nice car, Renzo. Yeah, thanks. Just got it the other day. Sugar mama pay for it? She offered, but no, I managed quite nicely. So, uh, what do you guys know about this Peter Parrish guy? I just heard he was a member who was kicked out for selling black market spells and alchemy compounds. But the rumor was that he was dealing to the Onyx Syndicate. Onyx Syndicate? They're mages who want to be mobsters. Hey, they don't play at it. The Onyx Syndicate could teach the real mob a thing or two. The organization targets troublesome mages and recruits them. The ungifted are also brought in to shore up their muscle. The Syndicate has members planted in various criminal organizations to keep eyes on them and direct their competition in the way they wish. They are nothing to scoff at. One thing's for certain, they have some of the sloppiest mages I've ever encountered. You do well there, Roderick. Fuck you, Renzo. (laughs) Oh, come on, I'm just busting your balls. You're one tense fellow. Relax a little. Uh, Maybe relax after the mission? This whole thing has my skin crawling. I agree. You guys think Parrish will even want to talk to us? I mean, the Hermetic Order did kick him out. What if he's still bitter about what happened between them? I got the general feeling from what I heard that he wasn't too broken up over it. He still sells to many people. Why hasn't the Order shut him down, then? Because, as much as they don't want to admit it, they still rely on him. I know many mages who still go to him for components. When I mentioned previously he was the most knowledgeable person regarding alchemy, I wasn't joking. Parrish might be a burned-out hippie, but the man knows components and alchemy better than anyone. Where'd you say he operates out of? He owns a floral business called Parrish Flowers. So what's the plan? It's not exactly operating hours. For him it is. Last I heard, he likes to keep his place open noon to midnight. So we got a little time before he closes shop. Hey, uh, any thoughts on this malt business? Yeah. What do you think is up with this killer's obsession with Moloch? Most likely it's a cult worshiping him. Moloch is rather fond of child sacrifice. Hearing that the company is developing a child's vitamin really get my brain aiming at some dark suspicions. That murder happened in the corporation boardroom. The deceased we know was a board member, and the fact that they were sharing a drink tells me the other was probably a board member too. Let me look up their company and see if I can find any listed board members. Might be helpful to know how many people are potential suspects. So you think this might be a cult? Yeah. Moloch loves his worshippers. The fact that they've involved a pharmaceutical company tells me this person isn't working alone. I don't think I've ever read about servants of Moloch operating independently. It's most likely a coven. You do love to read, don't you? How else do you learn? I'm sure being a warlock, you had to do your fair share of reading. Enough. But my mentor was more of a hands-on kind of teacher. Yeah, 
Do I need to get a doll and have you point out how hands-on he was? <laughs> nice one, Roderick. I might like you after all. Oh, okay, here's what I found. Maya's and Nutsen International has 34 board members. Shit. Well, at least the number's down to that. You guys think more than one board member's involved? Eh, that would make it more difficult. Either way, we need to assume all of them are guilty till we figure this out. Is that the building there? Two-story brick building? Judging by the structure, living quarter on top floor. Lights are on, open signs lit up, no cars out in the front, cute shops up and down the street, though. Yeah, told you it was open. Can't see any customers inside right now. So what, we just walk in and start grilling them? Why not? Just don't be a dick. <laughs> Me? I'm wounded. Come on, let's go in. I'll buy you some pretty flowers. Meanwhile, in a nearby alley, one of the architects of this evil plot, David, arranges an assault. Where the hell is he? Oh, I recognize that odor. Lenny, I trust you are... well? Yeah, I'm good. Aren't we boys? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Now, do you see that floral shop over there? Yeah. What about it? There's a man named Peter Parrish who owns and runs the establishment. He's an older man, a hippie type. Now, I will warn you in advance. He's a mage, but he relies on potions and other such things. Moloch needs your services, my friend. I need him dead. Hey, Lenny. There's a car pulling up over there. It's those three mages. How fortuitous. Well, it looks like your pay will double. Triple. You mean triple. Fine. Triple it is. Just make sure they're all dead. We got this. I'll call you when the job is done. Excellent. I have things to tend to tonight. We have a lot to do before the ritual begins tomorrow. Praise to our Prince Moloch. Praise Moloch! Yes, praise Moloch. Come on, boys. We got a floral shop to go fuck up. Meanwhile, across the street, our heroes have arrived at Parish Flowers. They're unaware of the impending assault that's being planned at this very moment. Greetings, my fellow night owls. Welcome to Parish Flowers. My name is Peter, but you can call me Peter. What can I help you with tonight? I just have to say what a lovely shop you have here. I mean, the fragrance... It is amazing. This store is truly magical. Why, thank you. You're too kind. So, what are you in the market for? Ground Harpy Talon. Renzo, you're a dick. Uh, not sure what you mean. Slang term for a flower? What my friend here is failing to mention is that we're with the Hermetic Order and would appreciate your help. <sighs> I see. The Order and I didn't part on the best of terms, though I'm going to assume you already knew that. Yes, but we were hoping to talk to you about a man by the name of Felix Chandler. He came to talk to you about Ground Hoppy Talon, right? Yeah, pretty much. He's a cool dude, though a little uptight. Did he send you my way? How's he doing? Dead. Renzo, were you raised by cruel witches? Oh, bummer. I'm so sorry to hear that. We had such a nice conversation and enjoyed some herbal tea together. I was concerned for him after our chat. Why were you concerned? 
Well, it was obvious he was ungifted and had stumbled into something that was way out of his depth. I tried to ease him in as best I could, you know, without giving it away too much. I did tell him he should talk to a trusted colleague about this. Did he mention that trusted colleague's name by chance? No, man, afraid not. I'm going to assume his demise was perpetrated by someone? Yeah, it wasn't pretty. So what did he tell you about this ingredient? That they were putting it in the children's vitamin they were ready to roll out. Really killed my groove. I told him that he needed to be stopped immediately. Was he able to stop it? We're not certain. My guess would be he wasn't able to. It's very possible that colleague he trusted betrayed him. Can you tell us about uh, Ground Harpy Talon? Well, uh, obviously it's made from a harpy's talon. Yes, but what makes it so dangerous? It helps make a stronger connection to darker magic. It's especially useful for opening gateways to hell. Did he happen to mention Moloch? Moloch? By the gods! That explains a lot. We've got to stop them. They're going to put this in a children's vitamin and Moloch is involved? What have I done? Wait, are you telling me you sold this to someone? No. Uh, but before Mr. Chandler paid me a visit, there was a man who came to see me about this. Who was he? He used an alias, John Smith. <laughs> Didn't even try to hide it. Not uncommon in my business. Tall, good-looking man in an expensive suit. I say, in his early 30s, with blonde hair and a plastic smile. You know the type. Something about him really gave me the Wiggins. Tell us what happened, Peter. He made an appointment for consulting. Paid me four times my typical rate. I should have never taken the money. He did ask me about the strongest ingredients to link certain spells. All of them, I could tell, were linked to some dark, hellish magic. Eventually, he got around to it being used to open a gateway to hell. Told me it was about saving a loved relative. You're right. By the time he managed to get the information out of me, I told him I didn't have any ground harpy talon. So what else happened? Was that it? Nah, he pushed to know where he could get some. At that point, I just wanted him out of my place. I've never been a person for confrontation. Live and let live, I say. I pointed him to a man by the name of Clive Wheeler. Wheeler? The Onyx Syndicate sleazeball? What's this Wheeler's role with the Syndicate? He deals in a bunch of components and mainstream drugs. The man is heavily connected and ruthless, though. If we need to shake this guy down, it won't be easy. Yeah, should be a lot harder to question him now. What do you mean? Clyde was killed last week. His operation burned to the ground. Believed to have been done by some rival criminal outfit. I highly doubted that story when I heard it. This makes a lot more sense now. Killer probably got what he needed and silenced Wheeler and any trace of him. Oh man, I'm so sorry. You couldn't have known. Did you hear something? Getting paranoid, Renzo? Shh! Listen! There! Oh man, where did all these rats come from? Holy crap, that's a lot of rats. Over there! That cluster is stacked up and unlocking the door! Here, Piggy Piggy! Tune in next week for another exciting chapter of Wicked Pacts, Sacrifice in the Boardroom. Starring Raymond Neal, Emma Collins, Mickey Barfield, Virginia Mills, Chris Forster, Dan Jones, John Hunter, 
and Tom Cavender. Written and directed by Mickey Barfield. Audio and technical by Mike Sajar, Mickey Barfield, and Green Team Media.